We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. In the early 1700s, it took only one word to strike fear into the hearts of men on the high seas. Blackbeard. The infamous pirate, whose actual name was Edward Teach, was known for his brutality. When his ship, Queen Anne's Revenge, emerged on the horizon, nothing good ever transpired. Despite Blackbeard's brief reign of terror on the high seas, roughly two years, his legacy has lasted for generations. Numerous books, films, television shows have mentioned the pirate by name. His enormous winnings in the Caribbean continue to be legendary, yet few people are aware of Blackbeard's true history. Who was this infamous pirate and what ultimately caused his demise in 1718? Join us as we take to the high seas and discuss the infamous pirate, Blackbeard. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Horror House. It's Dom. And Amy. And we are so very, very glad that you're here with us. And we want to take this as our time to remind you that you are awesome and you're amazing and you're a fucking legend. And the fact that you've taken the time out of your Friday to listen to us today warms our hearts, means the world. So thank you for that. Uh, Amy, I know that I asked you this like two hours ago because this is the second recording we're doing a back-to-back so I literally asked you this two hours ago but how the bloody hell are you doing today my lovely I am still fantastic I'm about (laughs) two hours more tired than I was the last time you asked (laughs) yeah but still we carry on we're we're gonna we're gonna bring the energy don't you worry so in my head the rocky thing she's playing um, and I'm like warming up I the tiger's on. We're good to go. <laughs> um, so, Amy, would you like to talk about one of the ways that the people can support us? Yes, I would. Let's talk merch. It's all about the merch. I cut me and I bleed merch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have got some fantastic merch on the merch store. Um, we've got hoodies, we've got airport cases, we've got t-shirts, we've got hats, we've got stickers, we've got basically everything you need to be an absolute legend. Don keeps saying that he's going to do some more design. I don't know if that's true. I hope it is because there's some good ones on there, but we do need more. Um, and we're still yet to do underwear. Also, I'm really sorry about the heavy breathing. That is not me. That is the dog who has decided to attack me. Maybe dog... <laughs> Maybe it's a sign that we need to do some, like, dog hoodies or something, you know, with our logo on it. That would be great, too. Um, but it's a really great way to support us and to to advertise the the pod to other people. Um, because people will ask you, where you got your super cool hoodie? And you can be like, yeah, I got it from the Horror House pod merch store because I'm cool and you're not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, lord it over other people that don't know who we are. <laughs> do it. Yes, please check out the merch store. It helps us out. 
it helps support us and we would really like and would appreciate you for it please do beautifully said beautifully said and i think we also do need dog jumpers on the merch store we yeah need, i'm so we, sorry we, about we... that no, it's fine <laughs> He's, he's gone now okay. i mean as soon it's as i good. mentioned the heavy breathing it's like <laughs> i'm gonna make it seem like it was you um but and then he disappears but um <laughs> he he wants some match um, dom so also, make it just, happen I, I know sorry tank i'll get on that i'll get on that you are the you are the the face of horror house after all he is the sponsor he is the, the he is the big boss let's be honest like we answer to tank he's he's the the he's the one running the running the show we, really. we do schedule recording almost entirely around him so <laughs> he's got us whipped so bad that absolutely dog. <laughs> 100% I, I only do this so I can keep him in dog biscuit <laughs> um, so in addition to the merch store we also have another way that you can financially support us and I got thrown a bit of a curveball because I'm taking the buy me a coffee link um so I was, I am wholly unprepared um, and it's not going to be as good as Amy did on our first recording because that was tremendous. Mine is going to pale in comparison to that. But you can support us by hitting the buy me a coffee link in the bio. What is buy me a coffee? Well, buy me a coffee is a way you can donate to the show by getting us coffees. Obviously, it's not actually coffee. It is money. Um, and you can get us one coffee, you can get us two coffees, you can get us three coffees, you can get us 10 coffees if you're feeling so massively generous. Um, and you can leave a little, leave a little nice cute note as well. And it's a great way to support the show. It's a great way to help us produce more content, maybe even take the show on the road. Maybe, maybe, ooh, but yes. It is a fantastic way to donate to the show and there's no subscription. It is a one-time donation. You're not going to donate and then in a month's time, you're going to have another £6 taken out of your bank account. You know, there are no sneaky, no sneaky little charges for you. It is a one-time thing. Um, so yes, essentially, donate to the show by buying a coffee, but it's really money and it goes to us so we can buy coffee to fuel the podcast. I'm more of a tea person. Amy's more of a coffee person. So, yeah, <laughs> that is the buy me a coffee link. That was crap in comparison. But hey, I got the point across. I think that's another thing for the merch store. Just t-shirts that say fuel me. Ooh. Ooh, yes. I think you should design those ones. Yeah, I, I think I can do that. I mean, I don't know what kind of response I'm going to get yeah. if I'm walking around wearing a t-shirt that says fuel me. But, you know, let's go with it. Let's make it but, work. Um. So, yes. Blackbeard, we're going, we're going on the high seas. We're covering some pirates. Um, I do have a bit of an interest in in pirates. There's a really good show that was on Amazon Prime. It's now not on Amazon Prime. They're making you pay for it because Jeff Bezos. But it was called Jeffrey Black Sails, Bezos. and it was <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos. I love that song. It's so, so random. It's a great song. It's a great song. It's so good. But uh, yes, it was called Black Sails and it was it was fantastic. So if you can watch it and you don't mind paying £3 to rent a series, which is crazy, pay your tax, Amazon. Stop charging people for shit. Jesus. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it. So, Amy, are you ready 
to board our pirate ship and tackle the high seas and go and kill some, you know, krakens and other sea monsters that apparently were around back then. I'm ready to walk the plank. Let's make it happen. You're ready to walk the plank. Nice. Nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, little is known about Edward Teach, even his name, which has been also spelled uh, Thatch with a T C H, Thatch without a T and just a C H, Tack and Thich. So it could be any of those. It could, he was a man of, of many names, apparently. Hmm. None of them are particularly good. So, right, Blackbeard, it is. No. <laughs> yeah, Edward Edward Teach is is far less superior than Blackbeard. Let's be honest. Blackbeard is is a bit more badass, isn't it, than Edward Edward Teach? A little bit, a little bit. Um, Teach, however, was most likely born in 1680, according to documents. Blackbeard is referred to as a Bristol man born in Captain Charles Johnson's A General History of Pirates, suggesting that he was indeed an Englishman. Uh, Other accounts, however, contend that Blackbeard might have been born in Philadelphia, North Carolina, or Jamaica. He's got many different names, and he could have been born in uh, about four different places. Very, very good. (laughs) Cool. That's really um, provided me with the clarification I needed to get behind this story. Thank you. We're really narrowing down where Blackbeard is from and what his name is. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Bayless Brooks, that is a phenomenal name. I love it. It, it sounds like a fancy Absolutely soap. It, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> sounds like some, some body wash you would see in like Waitrose or something. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, Bayless Brooks, a marine historian and genealogist thinks he has discovered records showing Blackbeard's residence in Jamaica. The Thatch family was residing in Spanish town, Jamaica in 1700, according to information Brooks discovered while exploring Ancestry.com. And I know that that came off as an ad read for Ancestry.com. It was not, folks, be sure, because we are Durex all the way, baby. We are Durex all the way. <laughs> we don't want no Ancestry sponsor. We're, we're Durex. Sponsored. We are into not creating no, not. ancestors. That's what we want to do. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's noteworthy that a former English traveler to Jamaica even spoke of encountering Blackbeard's family in Spanish town in 1739. Um, Edward Teach may have been born in Bristol and then sent to Jamaica as a young child, according to Brooks. Uh, in an effort to strike it rich in the sugar business, several Europeans would uh, travel to the Caribbean island. So, how did Edward Teach or Thatch or any of the other many names that were given to him end up as a pirate? Well, many academics believe uh, Teach first pursued a career in the Royal Navy, um, and he possibly took part in the Queen Anne's War, also called the War of Spanish Succession. Teach, however, recognized that he could become rich quickly by simply looting all of the silver left behind after a fleet of Spanish ships sank off the coast of Florida in 715. Uh, 7, 7.15? Definitely not 7.15. 17.15, leaving their cargo full of treasure up for grabs. Blackbeard was working smart, not hard. 
I dig it. It was just like, you know what? I can just get rich by just stealing shit off of ships. Yeah. So that's what I mean, I'm going to do instead. If <laughs> Fuck the Royal Navy. Blackbeard had been around in maybe the early 2000s. He would have been the sort of bloke that's putting in the uh, mother cheat on The Sims. Because why put the work in when you can just yeah. get the money for doing nothing? Absolutely. <laughs> so it wasn't uh, long until Blackbeard would develop his ruthless reputation. Um, Edward Teach initially served under the direction of Benjamin Hornigold. Hornigold? Oh, dear. <laughs> That's unfortunate. No. <laughs> No, no. I would change your surname, buddy. Yeah, uh, I mean, just that's don't get not him around ideal, gold, is it? Because, no. <laughs> so, um, additionally, Edward uh, must have impressed his tutor since in 1717, Hornigold gave up his own ship um, as a reward. That's nice. Bloody hell. Look at that. He even got Jerry. his own pirate ship from his. He was just like, you know what? Have my ship. <laughs> I don't need Yeah, he's, he's kind of living on easy street. You know, he's just gathering up his gold without doing any of the work and then get given a boat for pretty much doing soddle. Like, um, good on you, Teach. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Teach immediately gave the ship a new name, the Queen Anne's Revenge, which I think is a badass name, and outfitted it with 300 men and 40 guns and started to establish his infamous reputation. Like, I think, like, the Queen Anne's Revenge, legit, is a fucking badass name for a ship. Don't know why. I just think it's cool. Great name. I feel like it's a good band name. Unless there is already a band called Queen Anne's Revenge. If there isn't, then there should be. Definitely. Um, So, Blackbeard would fly a unique flag to terrify rival ships. Um, This featured a skeleton holding an hourglass and a spear, along with a heart that was dripping blood. That's fucking metal as shit. Jeez. That is so metal. <laughs> Everything about Blackbeard so far, I'm just like, dude, come on. <laughs> um, additionally, he works on his appearance by arming himself with numerous weapons and ensuring that he appeared as menacing as possible. Blackbeard is described as having a wild appearance and being dangerous by Johnson in A General History of the Pirates. Uh, Johnson would write, uh, and I quote, In time of action, he wore a sling over his shoulders with three brace of pistols hanging in holsters like bandoliers. He's definitely coming off as a badass so far, right? Jeez. Blackbeard is like a fucking, fucking legend. Um, he, <laughs> Jesus Christ. He allegedly, he allegedly had 14 marriages. What? Whoa. Um, Blackbeard is a player? <laughs> right. Jesus. Blackbeard is no simp. Fuck me. <laughs> He's fat. You know what? Those, those have got to be bigger mess, right? Like, you can't be... I, I, I would think so. Yeah. ...marrying and then divorcing or killing or whatever that quickly. He's got to have had at least, you know, three or four of them yeah. at the same time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, so far, he's just so, sounding like the so, yeah. Hugh Hefner of the seas. He sounds great. <laughs> His boat is like decked out like the Playboy Mansion. Um, So yes, he allegedly had 14 marriages, drank rum and gunpowder concoctions, and was prone to sudden outbursts of rage. Wait, sorry, what? He was drinking rum and gunpowder concoctions? He's drinking gunpowder? Apparently so. Apparently so. This guy's a... What's the catch here, Dom? (laughs) 
So far, he sounds great. He sounds incredible. How do I get him to adopt me? I appreciate he's dead. But like this, uh, so far, Blackbeard is sounding a lot like my spirit animal. I, I, I when I was re- when I was writing this up, I, I did think quite a few times. I was like, you know what, Amy and Blackbeard would get along famously. <laughs> Absolutely, we're we're doing we're doing fine. I don't mind being wife number fifteen. <laughs> Um, is she? So, um, in a pretty, <laughs> pretty mad example of his uh, sudden outbursts of rage, Blackbeard once allegedly shot his first mate because, and I quote, "If he didn't shoot one or two crewmen now and then, they'd forget who he was." Fair. <laughs> oh, makes sense. God damn. <laughs> that that's just good managerial I mean, skills. Maybe. But it also doesn't make for the most harmonious of workplaces. <laughs> Not gonna lie. No, I respect it. <laughs> like you can't just be spontaneously running that through HR. Sometimes you've just got to shoot a bitch. Sometimes Fuck the disciplinary procedure. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we've we've gone past the idea of a written and verbal warning. Sometimes people just need a bullet to the head. Can you imagine Blackbeard just gets a letter from HR? <laughs> just HR's just like, right. So we need to have a chat. <laughs> we need to have a chat, Blackbeard. This meeting could have been an email. Things Bang. Need to be discussed. <laughs> That's definitely something that he would do as well. If he was called into the office for a meeting that could have been an email, he would shoot the person presiding over the meeting. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Absolutely. And I don't blame him. I mean, neither do I on that front. Granted, I don't work in an office situation, so I've never had to experience that. But I can imagine going to a meeting when it could have been an email is extremely frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating, particularly when that meeting doesn't have snacks. It's like, uh, there's no snacks. This could have been an email. What am I even doing here? It is rage-inducing. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, So uh, in the vicinity of the West Indies and colonial America for roughly two years, Blackbeard and his men pillaged every ship they came across. They stole expensive uh, items, food, alcohol, and even literature. Even the port of Charleston, South Carolina, was once entirely blocked by the Queen Anne's Revenge. <laughs> Legit just like placed his boat. <laughs> and it was just like, right, I'm not fucking moving. I'm staying here. It's like the uh, Suez Canal all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, 100%. There is no proof that Blackbeard... Uh, really killed anyone during his crime spree, despite his reputation for being a savage criminal. He preferred to impose his will by fear alone, which was apparently enough to frighten American uh, colonists. As a result, Alexander Spotswood, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, made the decision to permanently put an end to Blackbeard's pillaging activities in 1718. And on that note, I think it's time for a quick commercial break so we can hear from some other amazing, amazing podcasts. Amy, what do you think? Couldn't agree more. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Leo. I love horror movies. So do I. I don't love that I have nobody to talk about them with. It sucks. You see something great, you tell your friends to go see it, and they don't have the time because they have kids and a job. (sighs) They have a life. Boring. I know. Imagine if there was a podcast where you could make your buddy watch a horror movie and under threat of death they had to, and then you got to talk about it, crack jokes, things like that. That sounds wonderful. What if we did it? We could do it. 
under threat of death. Yes, so much death, so much threat. I love it. We could call it Spoils of Horror. Great name. And guess what? What? We've been doing it for three months. What? It's crazy. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can search Spoils of Horror on all social medias. Come check us out. Hang out with us. Have a good time. Join us. If you dare. Dun, dun, dun. Hi lovely listeners, my name is Lisa Marie Imray and I am the host of Coffee and Crime, a true crime podcast, where each week I sit down with a cup of coffee and talk about any kind of true crime story. So if you are interested in true crime, which I bet you are since you're here listening to this amazing podcast, or you like drinking coffee, then feel free to give Coffee and Crime a listen to. It is available on all major podcast platforms. You can also find Coffee and Crime on Facebook or Instagram, where the DMs are always ready for you to slide in with your thoughts and feelings, recommendations, or anything true crime related. So until then, be safe, be good, be better, and all that cheesy crap. And I will catch you guys over at Coffee and Crime. So welcome back, everybody. Um, let's dive into the rest of the episode. Blackbeard had started to slow down by the end of 1718. Um, he would wreck his ship, Queen Anne's Revenge, at the uh, Beaufort Inlet, North Carolina, possibly to kill off his crew, and boarded the sloop Adventure to sail to the Croquet Island. Sure. Let's go with that. I can hear the groans already because I know that I've pronounce that wrong but hey ho, <laughs> you come when 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 dom's doing an episode do not expect things to be said correctly amy is far better at pronouncing things correctly than i am no well, i wouldn't have been able to do that one so yeah, that's all good you, you, we did what we could <laughs> um unbeknownst to blackbeard at the time robert maynard a british naval lieutenant was close on his trail uh maynard had been hired by at Spotswood to deal with Blackbeard, and he was committed to seeing the task through to completion. Um, on November the 21st, 1718, Maynard and a few other British Royal Naval Navy personnel skulked through uh, Pam, Pamlico Sound's shoals. Uh, Blackbeard's ship was eventually discovered by Maynard, who waited. After Blackbeard's crew partied throughout the night, Maynard would begin his assault, the following morning that's I, it's clever wait that's clever let them drink themselves into a drunken stupor and then when they're hanging out their fucking asses the next day then you launch your attack i i, I like it that doesn't I make like sense it. i i don't think i'd even put up a fight if i was hungover no. i'd just be like mate no. unless you've got <laughs> not breakfast just take it i don't give a shit take the shit i'm not fast <laughs> have you got hash browns no <laughs> oh, damn. you know what just take the shit it's fine <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even care. I don't even want to clean it. So, you know, you'd be doing me a favor, if anything. <laughs> Playing dirty. You're, oh, what a rascal. I love it. Um, Blackbeard initially appeared to have an advantage. Uh, the Jane and the Ranger, two of Maynard's ship, uh, ships, rapidly uh, grounded in the shallow water. Uh, Blackbeard and the Adventure then made an attempt to escape while firing. Um when Maynard pulled up beside him, he said he'd take Blackbeard dead or alive. 
and in quite possibly one of the most badass responses I think I've ever come across, Blackbeard would call for a glass of wine. Nice. That is that is beautiful. Fucking... Oh, I love it. <laughs> What's a fucking badass? That's a fucking mic drop moment it's right just, there. Maynard's just like, right. Maynard's just like, right, I'm taking you dead or alive. And then Blackbeard's like, right, let's get some Merlot. Let's get the wine out. Let's crack it open. <laughs> oh, God. You, you can take me dead or alive, but either way, you're taking me pissed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can I at least have my glass of wine before we go through with this whole dead or alive situation? <laughs> uh so Maynard would later write, um, at our first salutation, the pirate drank damnation to me and my men, whom he'd styled snivelling puppies, saying he would neither give nor take quarter. This this guy. <laughs> this guy this also guy. definitely put in drink to damnation back into circulation when it comes to speech. Like next time me and the girls oh, are absolutely. out for a night out. Yeah, you bet your fucking ass we're drinking to damnation. We're drinking to damnation. Um, so it was here that the fight would really begin. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Blackbeard had greater weaponry. <laughs> that much was immediately obvious. The wit, however, belonged to Maynard. Ah, a battle of wits and weaponry. Weaponry. <laughs> Oh, listeners, you can't see me, but I just said that and then immediately facepalmed. I I know how bad that was. You she don't need to tell me. Yeah, genuinely. That was very much a instant regret. <laughs> oh, so much regret. So much regret. I need some wine. And... <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some wine. Get it open. So the uh, commander, second in command and third in command on the ranger had already perished when the adventure drew alongside um, the Jane and Maynard ordered his men below deck. There he waited, and when Blackbeard took the bait and boarded the Jane with his men, thinking he won the battle, Maynard would then charge. The Boston newsletter later reported Maynard and Teach themselves too begun the fight with their swords. Um, a Scottish Highlander was one of Maynard's troops, uh, who was one of Maynard's troops, would briefly depend him, uh, defend him. He slashed Blackbeard's face, then got ready to strike once more. According to the newsletter, uh, with that, he gave Blackbeard a second stroke, which cut off his head, laying it flat on his shoulder. Yeah, you're not really going to survive without a head. <laughs> That's problematic. I mean, even if you're an absolute legend, which clearly he was, I think without a head, it's difficult to maintain that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can just picture him like, his head just cut off and he's just like, hey, yo, is that is that the best you got? Come on. Wine. Hit me properly. His head just rolls off towards the Wine. barrel. <laughs> and it starts like, sucking the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Edward Teach, a.k.a. the infamous Blackbeard, had passed away. Shockingly so. He's got no head. Without a head? Um, according to, right? He died without a head. This This badass dies without a head what a fucking pansy honestly yeah yeah crazy i'm not angry blackbeard i'm just disappointed <laughs> uh, according to stories blackbeard's final moments were particularly gruesome the pirate had at least 20 stab wounds and had been shot at least five times before being ultimately beheaded damn <laughs> yeah not ideal after the 
fourth shot, he's just like, come on, you've shot me four times. Like, try something else. Come on, guys. <laughs> you got some... So let's get some creativity. We're not. <laughs> I, I think we've established that this isn't working. So give something else a try. <laughs> and then the crewmate who chopped off his head is just like, fine, give me the sword. I'll, I'll chop off his head. Uh, soon after Blackbeard's demise, the mythology began to take shape. Some people asserted that Maynard's men tossed his decapitated body into the water um, and, that it was, and that it circulated the ship seven times before it sank. Okay. It was very specific. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, sure, not sure why that would be the case, but sure, why not? I mean, these people believed in like giant sea monsters, so <laughs> they probably, well, it doesn't yeah. surprise me that it was, apparently his body circulated the ship seven times as well. That's very specific. Not five, not six, but seven. <laughs> and, then, and then his body was like, ah, you know what? I think, I think that's enough now. I think I've done this enough times. Let's and one more for that. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, so Maynard's crew apparently didn't care how Blackbeard died because they continued to sail home while the pirate's head was still attached to the ship's bowsprit. Uh, that's that's fucking. That is pretty messy as well. <laughs> Literally, just you were just like, right, let's whack I mean, his it is. whack if... his head on the front of the ship. <laughs> if they knew it was there, if they didn't. And someone just strolling past it, like, I'm just going to go for a little, you know, walk past the ship, and then all of a sudden there's Blackbeard's head. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! What are you doing here? Imagine. That would scare the fucking shit out of you, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. It would be like how, like, you would, like, wake up at, like, I don't know, like, two, three in the morning to go to the toilet, and you see, like, your clothes pile on your chair that looks like a fucking demon. <laughs> this poor, poor crew man is just like, I'm going to go and take a leak. In like the early hours of the morning, and then you just see Blackbeard's head attached to the front of the ship. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's not it's not really like, how you wake up, is it? Seeing his mug? No, it's not. Uh, according to others, his skull was later decorated with silver and used as a punch bowl. Nice. <laughs> I can't imagine that you'd want to drink punch out of it. Oh, <laughs> I mean it's probably what he would have wanted. You know. Yeah. It does seem. I, like I wouldn't mind my skull ending up like that. Fine. Also, realistically, no, no, how good. much punch that's... does a skull hold? Skulls aren't that big. That's a very that's a very good question. <laughs> Education like with cup. horror house. How much punch? How much punch does a skull hold? How much punch would a skull hold if a skull hold hold punch? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm getting tired, and this is when the weird stuff starts. <laughs> oh dear! There's some crew member on that ship, looking really philosophically, scratching his beard, being like, "How much punch would a skull hold if a skull could hold?" <laughs> oh dear! I just don't oh, think. Oh it... dear! I'm not criticizing anyone's choices. I just don't think it's the best receptacle for punch. In my opinion. No. I hope they washed it at least. <laughs> I mean, I would hope so. Mm. At, at the very least, take the brain out of it. I don't know. this Because then there's no room this for is punch. Like pirates. <laughs> no. no, that's true. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I mean, I, I would hope they cleaned it. But then again, this is pirates. So they probably didn't. <laughs> I mean, scurvy, they were 
entirely unafraid of. So they probably just pop pop the brain out of it and then just whack the punch in it. And they're just like, cool, punch bowl. Happy day. Yeah, anything else is just added flavor, right? <clears throat> brain juice and punch. Num, 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 num. Mm. <laughs> Tasty. Mm-hmm, yummy. Now it's a party. Yes. <laughs> punch is up. Who wants some? <laughs> Ignore, like, the little bits in it. That's just, uh, <laughs> it's fruit. <laughs> Did someone pay Pim's a clock? <laughs> Um, so Edward Teach, uh, Edward Teach's two-year period of piracy was short-lived. Yet he left a large-scale um, no, notoriety behind. According to a 2008 Forbes estimate, Blackbeard acquired a lifetime fortune of 12.5 million dollars. He got that money, money. Go for it, Blackbeard. <clears throat> so the proof was the Hugh Hefner. Got that dollar, dollar. <laughs> um, while some assert that any loot that Blackbeard may have taken was found soon after his demise, others insist that his true treasure has not yet been located. Uh, Blackbeard's shipwreck of the Queen Anne's Revenge has drawn the attention of archaeologists and treasure hunters ever since it was ultimately located off the coast of North Carolina in 1996. Um, in the years since, experts have unearthed hundreds of historic objects from this 18th century ship, including cannons, bladed weapons, and restraining devices. Oh, no. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that, went, that went from zero to 100 pretty, pretty quickly. <laughs> no wonder he's had 14 wires, am I right? <laughs> but so far, no treasure has been found, except for less than an ounce of gold dust. Still, many believe that the real treasure is still out there, and only time will tell if it's ever covered um it can be challenging to recognize edward teach the man behind the pirates celebrity given how legendary he is today however historians like brooks are optimistic that additional material concerning teach may eventually surface as brook puts it quote the real story of blackbeard has gone untold for centuries and that was the case of blackbeard the pirate what did you think of that Amy? gar gar I've I've held that in the entire episode. I can imagine. I can, I can uh, definitely just imagine. The that you second you that. said pirate, I, I wanted to make pirate noises, and, and I did restrain myself. Um, as apparently, so did Blackbeard. He restrained himself too, um, just in a different way. But yeah, that was interesting. I've I've not. I just know, I know the name Blackbeard. I feel like everyone knows the name Blackbeard, but I didn't really know what he did. Yeah. I knew he was a pirate. That was about it. Yeah. Um. I didn't realize he was only like actively pirating. Pi- yeah. Be pirateering. I don't know. I didn't know he was only active for like two years. <laughs> That's crazy. I I figured he'd been doing it like you know yeah, his I... whole entire life, and actually he was only on the seas for two years, which is mental considering how famous as a pirate mm-hmm. he is. Like, I don't think there's many people that. Mm-hmm. If you don't say the word pirate or name a famous pirate, don't immediately think of Beard or, I mean, I don't even know who else, like Davy Jones maybe. But yeah, yeah, the fact that he was only a pirate for two years is mental. I thought, it, like, you, like you say, I thought it was far longer than that. Um, and I don't know if it was just he was he was on the sea for a long time, but he didn't turn to piracy until quite late on. It seems like that was that might have been a late mm-hmm. late in his life thing. 
potentially. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was just a, a pretty interesting little little case to do. Um, and as we said in the bonus episode that we just recorded, a bit of a lighter case this week um, because I think we we needed a, a break from <laughs> rape and necrophilia and other stuff. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing necrophilia tends to scream it, good God, I need a break. Absolutely. And this was this was sort of a whistle stop um summary of Blackbeard. Uh there are there is a wealth of information that is available to look into. Um but yeah, I like there was a lot more that I could have included, but you know, I thought this was you know, a good sort of outline of, of the of the person. Um, so as always, guys, if you enjoy what we do here at Horror House, don't forget to give us a rating and a review. Um, you can rate us on Spotify. You can rate and review on Apple Podcasts and the website. Don't forget to recommend us as well to, you know, friends, family, anyone who will listen. Maybe don't restrain them. Don't do that. We don't want to be responsible for any crimes that are committed. Um, Unless they like it. <laughs> Unless they like it, yes. If it's consensual, not a problem. Please do not restrain them if they're like, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't then restrain them and then tell them about Oh, the no. I've just had this horrible thought in my head that there's now going to be like a couple and they're having a romantic evening and things are getting a little bit saucy and they maybe get out, you know, some nice handcuffs or something for the bed and then just in the moment of passion he leans into her and whispers let me tell you about the horror house book <laughs> Can you imagine? i'm ready for that that's how i oh, want the word spread yeah. about us like that i feel <laughs> like that's the only thing that makes sense that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> and then she gets or oh, he he or she they he or they she get really they. turned on and they're just like oh yeah i love the dennis nelson episode where they talk about necrophilia (laughs) (laughs) oh no sorry guys sorry i've brought the tone down yet again that's just that's just like oh did you hear about the carl tanzler episode he loved her so much (laughs) he dug her up from her grave and slept in slept with the body for seven years (laughs) that was funny um so yeah if if you want to tell your partner about the podcast in bed when they're consensually restrained, go, go crack on. Um, Feel free. <laughs> uh, you can also follow the podcast um, at Instagram, uh, at horrorhouse underscore pod. And of course, uh, follow on your podcast app of choice as well. And if you want to support us financially, there is the merch store and there is the buy me a coffee link as well. Amy, would you like to see us out for this one? Absolutely. Um, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed hearing about uh, Blackbeard and all of his <laughs> extracurricular activities. It's been lovely having you as always. And until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky, bitches. <laughs>